So my first experience of climbing probably would be when I was around 12 or 13. I'd seen some books of people climbing, thought, well, I can do that. So um, I found what I could essentially describe as a washing line type rope in my dad's garage and um, made my brother come out with me. He was like 18 months younger than me. We, we, there was a little quarry near where we lived. It was about 20 foot high. I threw the rope around the back of the tree and down the wall and made him hold on to the other end at the top, tied the rope around my waist and climbed up this, which probably was about diff. I thought, yeah, I'm a climber now. We did that a few times until the rope looked like it was going to snap. So we uh, decided probably it wasn't a good idea. And I remember this guy in Wigan, uh, he said, oh, I'll take you up to the lakes. And um, we walked up to Scarf Hell and he went, right, tie that, tie that uh, into your harness and get up there. It's like, what? <laughs> so I think we did um, a, a mod or a diff or something. But then from then on, hooked, really. Hello and welcome to Factor Two. Um, I was prompted by Franco Cookson's head-pointing article to think about this conversation I had about a year ago with Tim Lowe. Um, Tim's a climber from Yorkshire. If you climb at Malham or Kilnsey, you'll probably know him quite well. Uh, he talks to everybody at the crag. Tim was the subject of a few photos on UKC just over a year ago when he fell off a route at Ilkley and broke his foot quite badly. This is two short stories, one about how Tim broke his foot by head-pointing, and another about how he took a monster fall on the CAD back in 1992, which was one of the things that prompted him to take up headpointing in the first place. Hope you enjoy. I got a bit cocky and tried to warm up on the CAD on site and took this, what is now infamous fall of about 50 feet. Yeah, I think I just probably had too many beers. It was the last one I had that previous evening that uh, made me not feel too good, but... um. I sort of got my comeuppance a bit that day. So then I thought to myself, well, you know, I can still on site, probably up to E5, but I thought anything harder, um, I sort of wasn't prepared to risk it on grit where, you know, the consequences of a fall could be fairly serious. And uh, okay, I wasn't doing the hardest stuff around the time, E6 isn't the odd E7. And I just got a lot out of that. Um, other people were doing it, you know, I. I I think if you're honest with where you, where you climb and you're not spoiling anybody else's enjoyment or damaging the rock, then, then fine. Uh, so for me, headpointing was a completely different game and really enjoyed the the build-up, the mental process of um, that led up to to doing a route and you know getting focused and switching your sort of mind off in a way to anything that was external. And all of a sudden, you know, minute two minutes later, at the top of the climb and that sort of release of tension and that, that feeling of like, wow, that was great. Now I want some more, and then finding the next project, and yeah, it was it was great, and uh, I sort of continued to do that over the years, um, and uh, leading up to um, the fall eight weeks ago, and uh, you know I wasn't phased by the route I've been on, and probably I would have unsighted it back in when I was twenty or in my twenties or thirties, uh, and it gets unsighted regularly. It's not not particularly hard, but it's just it's tricky and it's a little bit balancy and, and quite thin. So the route that Tim fell off was Shock Horror at Ilkley, which is uh, E6, 6B. It's got some gear, but it's quite a big run out at the top. You can see the photos of his fall on UKC. There are links in the text attached to this episode. I remember the day I went up to do it, and I, I top roped it before, and the conditions weren't right. And then I went back last year and top roped again and tried to lead it and fell off it and uh, 
took a fairly big fall, but it didn't hurt, so about, about 20 feet. So it didn't phase me. So I thought, well, it's on the list. I've got to go back and do it. And, and I remember going up with um, a regular climbing partner, Jeff Goddard, and we got to the crag and there was a bunch of guys on, um, I just said, oh, we got to Rocky Valley. And anyway, they came up to Rocky Valley and Jeff and I got a rope point and we both top roped it. And, and it just felt, everything felt right. Um, you know, I thought I've got a good backup team if anything goes wrong. A couple of people taking photographs. I thought, well, I want to do the route. I'm going to do it. Today's as good as any time. I've got Jeff Beeline and, you know, Jeff's solid, absolutely solid, trust him 100%. Set off. Didn't even think about, and it, it wasn't one of these head points that I thought, well, I need to really focus that much. <laughs> Maybe that was one, one of the reasons I fell off, but um, got to the gear. It's all pretty good gear. Um, you're not going to deck out. Sort of one last last little tricky technical move to go, to go, and you sort of get your body weight around the arete a little bit into balance going for uh, the last decent hold and then you know you're literally at the top of the crag i remember sort of moving around to this got my right on this little uh nubbin type thing it sort of just greased off and i remember thinking shit here we go again i'm off uh fortunately john captured some amazing photographs and uh were they were they worth it for the fall no, maybe not but um i remember sort of it was it's only what half a second or a second fall thinking, oh, I'm, I'm safe, the gear's good, I've got Jeff B Lane, you know, there's a bit of slack in the system, so I shouldn't I shouldn't be too bad anyway. Came flying around the arete and hit, you've got to be careful, you, you've got to avoid this big crack, and uh, um, I think I, I sort of caught the edge of it and took all the impacts under my right heel. And it was like one of those, oh, ouch, that hurt, but okay. I looked at my leg and nothing was broken, so lowered to the ground, took my boot off, and it was like, hmm, it doesn't look like, like a normal foot. Uh, but it didn't hurt really. Anyway, cut a long story short, I, I got down to the path, ended up in NE for five, six hours to be told you've got a broken, badly broken heel. I think I was lucky to grow up in a time when lots of new route activity was going on from the mid 70s on grit all the way through different areas of the country. And there was a group of very talented people around at the time putting these naked routes up. And certainly the CAD was one of those routes that had a bolt done by Ron, he quickly got a reputation and it's uh, compared to the, the really hard stuff, it's, it's not hard, not hard at all really. And, you know, for a non-climber, you look at it and think, well, that's blank, it's, it's dangerous. And uh, it is, it can have pretty serious consequences if you're not careful. The, the rock is a little bit snappy, a little bit friable. Um, you've really got to be careful, you know. It's, it's one of those rock types that you can't take every hole for granted and you can come unstuck and it's where you can test yourself mentally as well as physically i think you know these roots are very fingery they're tough on your calf muscles and your feet but they test your head and for me that's always been an important part of climbing i'd just come from back from a sport climbing trip to spain and um i've been on site in seven b pluses out then i thought i was climbing reasonably well and it was fairly on early on in the year i uh, i went down to north wales a weekend with mike owen and elaine owen when they were still living in this country we stayed in Denny Ollen, which is a wonderful place. Stayed at this guy's house, can't remember the name of him now. Yeah, we've been, we had a fair bit of drink and a few joints. Woke up feeling a bit fuzzy-headed. But we got this plan, we got down to North Stack. Plan was to do uh, the CAD to warm up and then something else in there, or wreath or something like that. Uh, from memory, I didn't even warm up, we just abseiled in, set off at the CAD, my mate Adrian B-Lane. And uh, it was just good vibes, good laugh, um, feeling a bit 
crap that morning, but conditions were good, the tide was out. And I set off at the, the start thinking it doesn't feel, doesn't feel too clever. Little slings on spikes and stuff. And it took me ages to do that first, that first bit, 20, 30 foot. And I thought, right, I'm, I'm getting into this now. And I remember going up to the move where you move right and I got some gear in. The bolt was in at the time. I thought, hmm, shall I, shall I, I'll clip it. Anyway, from memory now, because it's what, 25 years ago, moved right past the bolt and started going up the wall. And I started to get into, into the swing of things. I think Mike was climbing a route to the right of me. I think he might have been on wreath, uh, something like that. And I started moving up and going up towards what I thought was a break. And I think Mike said, oh, it's not a break. Don't jump for it. You need to get it properly. And I started to sort of pump out on my calves and uh, I've been on it for ages. And I thought, right, I'll just make a bit of a lunge for this break. And I was well above my gear, probably 20 foot or something. And I lunged for this break, and, which isn't a break, and I hit it and I thought, shit, I'm off. And I was like, I think I used the words, <laughs> I'm gonna die, thinking I'm definitely gonna hit those boulders go so far up. So it was probably, I don't know, 60 feet up. And I, I landed about 10 feet from the boulders. Your first reaction is to think, shit, I'm alive. And then you start laughing. And it's like, yeah, survive that one. But it really knocked the window out of my sails. I remember getting top roped out. I think the following day we went to LPT and uh, I got on statement and, and it did, didn't feel right. I think it really hit, hit me more than I thought. Uh, but yeah, it's one of those things that I will go back and I'll do. Um, but I, I definitely will like point it next time. Um, but I think that was a sort of, again, one of the points of my climbing career that you know, it's big in the memory banks and, and certainly won't forget. Um, in fact, <laughs> Elaine sent me some pictures, uh, I think last year, of me on the CAD before the fall. And I look back at like the tights we had on and the gear we had and it was like, crikey, it's like 25 years ago. But it's, um, it was, it was, I suppose it was a, a good experience. You, you, you know, you have to experience failure and it can't all be success all the time because, you know, how do you know where your limits are? How would it affect you if if something life-changing like that happened? I mean, I never dreamt I'm going to break my heel, but it's you know trivial in comparison. You, you adapt and you find ways around. And what's interesting is that a number of people that I know have had bad accidents uh, in the last six, nine, twelve months, and who've and talking them how they've rehabilitated and, and and you know what they've done and how they've gone about things and yeah, I suppose we inevitably get into these scrapes when we do a sport like climbing. We all know there's a risk there. You know, you get to the point you think, well, there is a finite amount of something you can do, but I suppose subconscious, we, we, we accept that risk. Otherwise we wouldn't be doing it. You know, you can make climbing probably totally very safe if you top roped everything, but what's the point? You know, uh, it's about having a level of risk. And that level of risk is different for everybody. If you try and take away too much of that risk, then I don't think there's a lot of point doing it personally. You'll be pleased to know that Tim's foot is more or less healed up now. Um, he's out on his second ski season at the moment, judging from his Facebook pictures. He also seems to be climbing reasonably well. You've been listening to Factor 2 from UK Climbing. I'm Will Treasure. Thanks for listening. <laughs>